two, three. to Radio Shack episode 2. Sid, Ali, Chris, welcome back. Um, and before we begin with today's topics, I'd just like to say a huge thank you to everyone who tuned in um, to the first episode. We've heard a lot of good feedback. Um, and yeah, just thank you for tuning in. So I guess the first thing we'll, we're, we're going to start with is cyberbullying in school. Um, now obviously all bullying Please um, do it. We are all keyboard warriors. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if if you have a different opinion, then I hate you. <laughs> Cyberbullying. And I'm going to bully you cyber, <laughs> cy- cyberly. 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 type of stuff, you know, is... Chernobyl well, bullying. I think, I think it's a problem. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's a big problem. I mean, all bullying um, is really bad. Um, but I think with the increased use of social media, especially across the, the younger ages, it's just become a problem that hopefully doesn't get out of hand, but it's very close to that um, tipping well, point. I feel like Facts. people, the the role models on social media, try and make it normal to be bullies online. It's like the amount of drama that happens. Um, they, they don't try to stop. They, they, try to, they try to initiate it all the time between each other. Yeah. Mm. When when the kids and, and when the kids yeah. try to watch these type of things, they're just like, uh, "Oh, this is normal to do." Yeah. I'm gonna be be like making enemies out of anybody online. Yeah, and the problem is they take these people as role models, um, which is yeah. But I don't see uh, famous people being or cyberbully other people. No, but the, but the but I've seen many YouTubers, let's say. Say block the haters or ignore the haters. Cancelled. Cancel cancel culture, but like. If you did not have haters in the first place, you wouldn't have that problem. That was the haters and all of this. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> but yeah, so so instead of maybe uh, cultivating this kind of culture, uh, you should just put a stop to it and just say, well, haters, they, they just shouldn't exist. Instead of actually trying to find a way to fight them, you should just try to find a way to stop them altogether. In, my, in my opinion, I think there are going to be haters, uh, what, whatever you do. Yeah, and the better you become at doing something, the more haters you're going you're gonna to get. Um, and I think it's, it's, your atti- it's the attitude you take towards the haters that um, stops <laughs> the effects of cyberbullying just getting to anyone. Facts. But, no, but wait, wait. If you, what was I going to say? I wonder. <laughs> we all wonder. I'm dying, man. I'm trying to go what I'm supposed to Yeah, the guy's a bit sick. <laughs> Cut him some slack. I have, some, I have that sexy, raspy voice. <laughs> yeah. I, I literally, literally no girl found that sexy. <laughs> 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 and cough into the mic, please. Let's go. Get spreading viruses. I swear, I'm, I'm going to kill you if you, if you don't, if you, if you infect me. I swear. <laughs> okay okay so i think the problem is that uh, you can't police cyberbullying um as as much as actual physical verbal bullying 
because it's only it always happens online and there's so much there's only so much you can do and once something that once something is put up online it's there forever and uh, you can't at the same time you can't really prove much when it's going in dms because they could easily delete it and Facts. you can't yeah you can't tr- for that reason you can't trust anybody to have a normal conversation with yeah because they're like you don't, you don't know if this person is going to screenshot every single thing you say yeah, and yeah. exactly at any point you could use like for blackmail or uh, trying to split up relationships with other people yeah and the problem is with applications it's crazy like, man <laughs> the problem is with applications like snapchat nowadays is that um the posts don't save or the messages don't save mm-hmm. um as soon as as soon as you um as soon as you send them, unless you tweak some setting in which they they become available for 24 hours and then get automatically deleted. Wow. Then on the other hand, you have, because, as you said, because um, once you post something online, it can't be deleted. Um, you've got, on, on in some applications, more evidence than than ever before of, of cyberbullying that happens. Um, so whether, whether it be comments, whether it be posts, uh, whether it be YouTube videos, whatever it is, um, Anyone can anyone can download it, anyone can save it, um, and it can be it can be publicized around the world. Yeah, the haters make me stronger, bro. Yeah, I mean, um, it's a, it's a recurring theme in uh, assemblies in middle school, especially because I think the people who are most vulnerable to this are are early teens, early teens who are growing up uh, and in like year sixes to eight. Yeah, they don't know what the what they're yeah. doing at all. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, some do of, some of them don't even thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. some of them de- don't even know that what they're doing is bullying. Mm. They consider it um, yeah. a joke, and they don't take into account other people's feelings. Yeah, yeah. and uh, on top of it, like they haven't really been taught any any time before that um, how to report this kind of uh, bullying or how to fight it. It's only when they start experiencing are they taught how to do it. Mm. If if they were like let's say um in uh your your six your, your five or your four they were already taught about this they, they probably would not um indulge in this kind of behavior yeah and you shouldn't tolerate it to be honest if, think, if when it does happen i think the problem is the teaching right now is just it's being done by um people of a generation where they weren't living with this type of uh, environment Ooh. Okay, boomer. No, no. Yeah, I mean, like even people like in the age of thirty, they they're not used to this type of environment where it's always online and uh, everybody knows everything that you're doing. And I find there's nothing wrong with that, to be honest. Everything's on the cloud. Yeah, Yeah, like um, there are obviously some uh, disadvantages to be to making everything online, but I find personally there's nothing wrong with that. Spending your time online as long as you've been productive, to be honest. Yeah, uh, I think the the speed and the way in which production, uh, sorry, uh, technology has has evolved, um, just makes it all the more unusual for the older generations. Yeah, they can't really teach this type of stuff to people. Yeah, like, it should be us, like our age people who have already gone through that, yeah. uh, teaching the younger generation. Yeah, there's gonna be need more people that's gonna be like doing being role models and teaching that type of behavior right now. Yeah, and it's still it's still like a wild west type of thing yeah. where everything's by itself. Yeah, and I mean, um, what what Christian said that the hater the haters gonna hate. Um, I think personally that would be. I didn't say that. Yeah, the haters were gonna make me stronger, bro. Yeah, okay. I dab on them. <laughs> <laughs> Block the haters, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think what Christian said uh, about 
the haters making making him stronger. I think that would be the right attitude to go at it. Um, so on, almost almost it's like what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, you know. Um, just keep doing what you're doing. Um, like don't pay regard to others. I mean, if a guy hates on me, I just ignore him, really. Yeah, so long as you're doing, so not, uh, so long as you're not harming other people, um, and you're enjoying yourself, just who who cares, really? To us, I think the thing that Christian said was it comes with age that you stop caring about what other people yeah. think about you. Maturity. Yeah. Younger younger people are a bit more sensitive, um, especially like these days. You usually have. Um, parents protecting them about anything they watch online or on television. Um, they're not really exposed to a very harsh behavior between each other at school or in life. Uh, I think it's because the, lots of people grow up in, all gen, in the old, older generation. They grew up with a very um, harsh and straightforward life. They're trying to keep it... Uh, safe and protected for the young yeah. generation and then when they start mixing with other people uh they don't they don't know how to do that it's just really abrasive yeah it's, it's gonna be interesting um if and when we become parents um how we deal with it whether we go for that more strict approach or we keep it open but with the limits you know mm-hmm. i'll be lonely for the rest of my life <laughs> <laughs> um anyways yeah I, I just have a point like i just have a question to ask you do you think it's important for children to go through this kind of procedure and to go through experiencing cyberbullying yeah just to make them uh you know immune to this already you know because uh, i think uh, i speak for everyone here we've all had some form of cyberbullying happen to us no I'm, okay I'm, okay I'm, christian I'm, I'm innocent <laughs> Okay, okay, Chris. I've not actually never been cyberbullied. That's the thing. All right, Chris. What? Uh-huh. I mean, it, it, could, what? It, it, it could be possible. We, we don't know. <laughs> I've never actually been cyberbullied at all. Okay. Because you um, have been, but you didn't know. Yeah, but I just really don't care. Yeah, yeah, but like... If if it, but, but do you think it's important for a child to go through that kind of uh, situation and then learn from yeah. it themselves by experience and then maybe become like us who like really don't care not, about uh, what, what people say? To a certain extent, I mean, if you're going to get cyberbullied, don't get cyberbullied to a point where you actually get depressed or something Yeah, yeah, like yeah, obviously. So, cyber, maybe, maybe get like, um, it's, it's important to have experiences of this sort, but like, um, don't let it affect you like in a, on an emotional level or on a physical level, but learn how to stop that. And then after that, you're fine. You yeah. Know? I mean, obviously we don't wish... Yeah, 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 or any form of bullying yeah. on anyone, but, but but it's an important learning curve, I would say. Yeah, and I guess the the more you get cyber bullied, or the ma- the more you get bullied, the more um, immune you become to it, and the yeah. better and the better you know how to. Yeah, like it. like nowadays, I don't think anyone who's eighteen really cares about what anyone says online, apart from maybe maybe some people, but like they they learn soon. It's like you stop like really caring about what people say. I think to be honest, the way to react to that is to talk to people about like what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Or talk to people who have who are not bullying you, or people who have been in your place and have now grown out of it. Yeah, like if you if you're just being fed all these uh, hateful things or being in these situations where where people are just not not being nice to you, it, it's nice to talk to a person about what's happening so they can reassure you that you're fine and that these type of things are just superficial and trivial. That you should not care about it. At yeah, all. and hope. And my fear is that the bullying becomes the norm, and we start to see it more and more often. I that think it already is kind of becoming the norm. Even even like 
it's like it's just unfortunately it's a part of school life not gonna lie like uh, you you see campaigns to stop bullying but like it's just not going to happen you need to find ways to start making children immune to it and uh telling them ways on how to deal with it instead of telling them like uh, not to believe because it's just it's I don't know it's for some reason it's human instinct to pick on someone it just is it it, it literally in, is. So in my opinion I think changing the mentality of the bully it doesn't work it, changing the mentality of the bully will stop bullying because if you're gonna give them the mentality oh I'm big you're weak I will bully you because I'm stronger but that comes from like um, from upbringing yeah to be honest yeah for for some reason humans need to think like good of themselves and that's why they need to pick on someone who is who, th- who they think is lesser than them to make them feel superior for some, of so, some sort so what you're saying is that the way to combat it is through mitigation rather than prevention well i don't i personally don't think you can prevent it mm-hmm. like I, I just i just don't think you can what does mitigation yeah. mean mitigation is uh like lessening the impacts yeah oh yeah yeah softening the blow yeah it's yeah. Like, I, I just don't think you can it's more about like the focus should be more about helping the victims of it rather than the uh, yeah. The, the I think ones that I think if and if I, if a person does get cyberbullied, then the the focus initially should go to aiding aiding the person affected. Yeah, rendering bullying useless. Yeah. yeah. For that type, for that person. Yeah, if, because if you make it useless, then is the bullying will die down, maybe stop, and. Uh, they they don't have to deal with those type of situations all the whole yep. time. What is the incentive of a bully? Is to see another person suffer, and if you just stop that kind of suffering, then the bully has no intention. So we're pretty much like cutting the the the, the incentive the bully has, and in in some way it, that's gonna stop them from bully exactly. like from bullying because they don't find an enjoyment in it anymore. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. just sad. It's a sadistic behavior, but it's just it's too common now it's, it's coming from their own insecurity so yeah like making yeah. making like the only thing that they have um uh, that they're good at yeah uh, be the worst thing that they can do is just going to ruin them yeah it's a it's a lack of um you know emotional maturity which a person obviously is gonna mature over time and they're gonna realize that they were wrong mm. and the, over time hopefully their behavior changes but it's you know what really what was really dumb it's when older people try and bully it's mm-hmm. like that's just really sad i can understand if a bully is below the age of 15 but because they've not matured yet and yeah, their mind hasn't developed if there's a bully over the age of 21 that's just that's just dumb you you lack emotional maturity you lack all kinds of uh, all kinds of important things which make you an adult yeah um and i think in in a school environment um, because some year groups have massive amounts of people, uh, you're going to get a lot of differences in, in opinions, um, beliefs, and people start hating on, on others because of those differences, when in fact it should be embraced. Yeah. That's like herd mentality. It's like, if you're not, if you're not the same as me, then, uh, Tribal then there's mentality. something wrong with you, or there, there, should, there would be something wrong with you, but I don't want to admit that there's something happening over here. Yeah. So, uh, you you're you have to be wrong and have to be right. Yeah, and if those differences develop and uh, develop and those arguments develop, um, it might it might lead to drama between between the uh, between between the members of, of the same of the same year of yeah. maybe even the same friends group. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't see friends bullying friends other than you know maybe picking on them. 
but I don't see like I mean it depends between us, really. between us we make fun of each other on it basis. depends on yeah. what you what you define bullying as it's like if the, if you define bullying as um saying something or doing something to make the other person feel bad well then if it's like if I'm if I'm like let's just say I I say I tell Christian uh, like I I make Christian the subject of a joke it's not my my aim is not to make Christian feel bad my aim is just to just to have a bit of a laugh you know yeah. and uh, if if Christian does take it the wrong way then I can obviously clarify that it was a joke and not and it's not that deep mate like yeah. it's it's just it's just um, it's just how you interpret bullying it should shouldn't come out of the expense of uh, the person on their like their level their their level in a social group it shouldn't be like there is a hierarchy between friends. Yeah, yeah. We, should, we should all be in the same level. I yeah. think, yeah, we I think... We uh, can always make jokes between each other. But amongst like, us, we just make fun of everyone in our group, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Like, there is no, like, there's not one single person we pick on. Yeah. Just that person. It may be like, just that person may be a subject of a joke many times. Yeah. But like, the, it's not like some people are excluded from that joke, you know? Everyone gets their turn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and don't forget, arguments do happen, especially, like, again, am- amongst the lower years. And if if these arguments escalate, um, like, in school, for example, because everyone, like, say, say year sixes or year sevens, because there's, there's so many of them and they're so tightly packed into, for example, one break area, um, it gets, like, it gets publicized really quickly and it almost becomes the center of attention of, of the whole, the whole department, um, the whole management. I mean, who doesn't love drama, though? <laughs> ah, I mean, um, it's all people, right. I think I it's mean, people that like they don't have anything to do. Yeah, like, it's they, kind they, of they sad. No personality. Nah, I, I, I like that cheeky drama once in a while. <laughs> once in a while, sure. It's when it's when uh, things get hella dry, when they get um, when they get a bit boring. But like. As long as it's light-hearted. Do you sure. know why it's fun? Why drama is funny? What? It's because it's so stupid. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's normal. It's the dumbest thing. Like as long as it's light-hearted and it's not really affecting a person on a deeper emotional level, and you're not taking, you're you're not really, um, you're not really making fun of that like that situation where a person is so deeply affected that they're there's there's they stopped eating, they've gone into depression, stuff like that. Then then okay, then sure, enjoy the drama. But in in air in air quotes, but like. Apart from that, drama is just a bit dead. And, and here's the thing: what if it does escalate um, yeah. to to mental problems? Like, well, then you gotta stop. You know, <laughs> like you, there's no you can't just laugh at laugh the drama away. You know, yeah. at that point, someone needs to do something. Someone needs to get help for that person, or that person themselves need to get help. Yeah, there's always the thing. The thing with school drama, there's always that opportunity that it affects a person to such an extent yeah. that it just completely changes their lifestyle and, yeah. and their mentality and their way of thinking. You yeah. need to go back to talking to people all, yeah. the, all the time, whenever you can, about yeah. anything that's troubling you. And the problem is people are scared to do that for some reason or another. Yeah, it just, it, they think it will make them look weak, you know? Uh, Probably, yeah. When some, fact, people, some people are afraid to like be like, uh, when they talk to their, to talk to their parents about anything, it's like, um, I've, I've, been, I've, been doing, I've been doing so well at school, uh, my parents are always proud of me. Then they start talking about problems that I have, and they 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 start to feel worried about me, and I don't want that to happen. And it's just your parents are there to help you. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's it's even worse yeah. trying to hide that from yeah. your parents. Well, in fact, when you do speak to a, when you do speak to a person about about that particular issue, it it's it's a sign of strength, yeah. Um, yeah. because it shows that you've identified a problem and you're actively seeking a solution. Yeah, yeah, and I think. 
I want to say something to people that are on the other end where they're trying to listen to other people. Trying to be op- open-minded about it. A lot of, uh, sometimes I do try, the something that I do when, when people come to me is that I try to find solutions for them. Don't be the person to do that. Um, try and listen to them. Uh, understand what they're going through. And if it's something very serious, then you should not be the one that's trying to fix the problems. It should be something more professional and more qualified to do that type of things. Yeah, and there are people out there, yeah. countless people. Out I mean, there. yeah, if someone does approach me um, in the pa- in the past, some people have um, uh, talking about their their problems, maybe in family, maybe in school. I personally, um, I have like I have this thing where I just don't want to get involved in that. I listen to them and I give them my advice from my opinion, from my side. And it'll probably be mostly involved in um, emotional help where I'm consoling a person, but I would never personally get involved in uh, solving their problem because I just think that's not my place, you know. And uh, especially if it's family yeah, and, and yeah, and if it goes wrong, then then I'm supposed to be the one that that takes responsibility for that, and I don't want to do that, you know. Yeah. Plus, you would be. How would you know what the actual solution is? Every person is different. Exactly. And what they want is. And it, and it also depends on what the people are telling you. They may not be telling you the full story. Yeah. Sometimes people just want to rant and uh, just hear other people cheer them on while they're ranting. You know? And almost it gets it, almost the ranting can almost get out of control. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they start saying things, things that, that they're not supposed to be saying. Yeah, yeah and and the, the, like I've noticed personally, like many many people who do love to rant, they they they're not really seeking any kind of solution. They just want an ear to listen to them while they rant while they rant their problems away. And for some people that does work, like talking and like getting all the anger out does work. But for for others, it just fires them in in the wrong direction, you know, and uh, it spirals them into into making decisions which are just wrong, which are not beneficial and rash will, decisions and yeah, yeah. It should never fuel that type of anger. yeah. I mean, if it's a, if it's a short term a short term fix, that ranting and everything um, beyond that just returns the norm to normal. But f- then fine. But that ranting should not turn into like a long term a long term problem, um, which you seek to fix uh, seek to fix later. Yeah, I mean, I rant every once in a while. Just I don't have that mentality. Oh, I'm ranting now. I want to do this. I want to just you know, beat that guy up. I just rant. I every once in a while, you need a person to listen to your problems. Yes. Know, without getting anything in return. Yeah, so, like I do. I do also like to rant sometimes, and it does annoy me when people actually give me proper solutions for my for my problems because yeah, yeah, yeah. because sometimes I just want to talk. You know, I just want to. Just want to get it all out, all the I'm, anger. I'm out. not in a state of mind where I want to fix things. I'm just, I'm just angry, <laughs> yeah. and I need to release all of this energy that's exactly. just bottled up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, other people have different people have different ways of uh, dealing with problems, and it's just a uh, the matter of accepting that and uh, maybe helping them, maybe yeah, not. And I think, talk to you. and I think the judgment is is the first step, and I think probably the most crucial step. Um, to fixing to fixing any mental problem or any bullying problem. Yeah. Mm. Right, on a more light-hearted note, <laughs> uh, the Logan Paul case, a boxing match. Mm. Opinions on this, and I've heard recently that Logan Paul is going to find case. I won. He's going to find an official appeal. I've watched this one. Case I won. Like, there's just no arguing about it. Like, it just is. Yeah. Let's just put a disclaimer out there. 
we're not the first person, uh, first people to talk about this. We probably, we're pro- in fact, any, if anything, we're probably the last. <laughs> the last, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I had a uh, orange belt in karate. Thank you very much. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> uh, this difference, there's no kicking in, involved in this. Uh, it's boxing, bro. It's, um, it's not a real sport, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just think, uh, you know, I, I read like, did you, any, did any of you guys watch um, One Night? Uh, it's the new The Zone um, documentary. Uh, directed by Sylvester Stallone. Oh, Joshua and uh, Ruiz yeah, Jr. About, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I've not watched it. Yet. It, it it's pretty sick. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I love what the zone is doing. Um, they're they're trying to get involved in um social media, where they're trying to gain an audience of people like us. And that not gonna lie, that that like I had I hadn't even watched the first uh, Joshua Ruiz fight. You know, I wasn't interested in it. It was something like I thought it, like it's an easy Joshua win, but obviously it didn't turn out to be. Joshua lost. But then when I saw the documentary, I was hyped. I was gassed for the next fight. You know, I'm waiting for December 7th to watch the fight online. Yeah. And I think that's the purpose of the documentary. It's, yeah. so, it's to hype me up. And, and the, the zone was successful. Yeah, and the close proximity um, to that fight compared to the Logan Paul KSI fight just just means that because the zone works on a monthly subscription, yeah. um, you get the opportunity to watch that as well as the KSI Logan Paul yeah. fight. Um, and you just attract that audience, yeah. As well as the boxing fans exist existing, of course. It's nice to see like the the build up up towards the actual fight. Yeah, yeah. Because um, there's something you could learn from anybody uh, about every single moment that happens. It's very insightful to see what what happens behind the scenes. Yeah, and obviously the organization it takes um, from people like Matrum and Eddie Hearn in yeah. charge. Eddie Hearn's just a bad, just a oh my God. funny guy. Shannon Briggs, man. Let's oh go, champ. Let's, let's go, champ. Yeah. yeah. The guy's a meme. The guy's yeah, a... He, he's the real meme out of the fight. Sorry, Ali. I'm a <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> say Yeah. No, I have to blip all of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but the fight itself, I think was a it was a sick fight. Not gonna lie, it started off a bit slow. It was very entertaining. Yeah, it was just it wasn't technically good, but it was a uh, yeah, it was very entertaining, you know. And uh, and I think what fueled that I was, was really happy that KSI won. Yeah, and I think what fueled that is uh, the fact that you had these two internet sensations. Yeah. Um, battling it. Um, in fist the to fist, man to man, you know. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then obviously you have the ten ounce gloves and no no headgear. Of course, they're, 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 they are putting themselves in danger, and um, yeah, like they're not exactly athletes, um, like professional athletes who have dedicated their lives to the to, yeah. the to the sport, and I think for that they both deserve respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but Logan Paul lost half of my respect. And he says, "Oh, I sneezed three times." Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, mean, <laughs> I love, I love the moments when they both shook their hands and uh, hugged it out and everything in the ring, but then like literally like ten minutes after. And in the in the dressing room, the guy is like, "Oh, I think I just wasn't feeling myself. I was like thirty percent in. Uh, I lost thirty percent of myself when I sneezed in the morning. I felt Shannon Briggs, and I was like, shall I get some paracetamol?' And the guy said, "Oh no, it's gonna mess with your heart rate.'" And I was like, "You're just making excuses at this point." And yeah. And then like three days later, he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna appeal this fight with the LA Boxing Commission." Like you're just not gonna win. I mean, it, you hit him with three illegal shots. Yeah. <laughs> it, it like it doesn't seem like it's it's sunk yet. It, like it, he he really doesn't want to lose. Yeah, it's a problem. Not having great sportsmanship just ruins the whole the whole event yeah. and everything that's gone yeah. up to it and the results of it. Why should you just ruin that? If if you want another chance, then just work for it and get that chance and do the actual yeah. job. Yeah, it's actually amazing how a FIFA YouTuber 
who who was fat and chubby and uh, specky kid went from that to making music making uh, music with charted on in UK na- in national international charts yeah and then went to boxing you know and the guy like Kesa has like he's actually an inspiration for the younger generation it's amazing it's that guy is is brilliant yeah i mean not obviously not everything he does is appealing to to the younger no, well, audience no but like <laughs> uh, but then again he is still quite young i'm oh, not going to lie oh, yeah, yeah. He, he is still quite and we have watched him grow like I have been watching KSI for about like he's six good, years. Good entertainer and performer. Oh, yeah, uh, which, he's, which he's, he's one who's lasted. Yeah, yeah, which explains his meteor almost meteoric rise. Um, it is. It is quite meteoric. Yeah, from making FIFA twelve content to earning over. What, what I think he earned earned like eleven million dollars just with this one fight. Mm. Don't forget the subscribers as well. He, yeah, 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 he's earned leading up to the fight. And he's probably going to be earning royalties from Sky Sports and everything. Like yeah. this guy has made it, you know. He has been successful. Yeah. And I think uh, everyone who had supported him through throughout the fight should be proud and should actually take inspiration from the guy. You know, if any, if you put any kind of anything uh, in your mind and you set yourself goals and work hard towards your goals, you can achieve anything. To be honest. I mean, credit to to his boxing team, Vidal Riley and hey. and, and <laughs> Leon. Shout out. Yeah. Um, I mean, the guy's younger than. The, the yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're both younger than uh, I don't know about Leon, but like Vidal is younger than. Um, and he's than already Vidal. had what three professional fights so far? Yeah, he has three, you know. Yeah, like uh, two knockdowns, two two knockouts, or three Maybe. knockouts. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know to be honest, but yeah, it's it's amazing how you can go from almost nowhere to everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, I just hope they don't do another boxing match. Oh no, <laughs> it's it's just that it's just. I wouldn't say it's Dada, but we have reached the top, you know. We have. I don't think anything can be bigger than this, apart from Jake Paul and Big Gibber. <laughs> I really want to watch Big Gibber break Jake Paul's face. <laughs> it's amazing. How can Logan Paul still be the most liked Paul brother? Like it's, it's like I I really don't like Jake Paul. I don't like him. Like he he gets on my nerves. There you go. There's a rant. <laughs> he gets on my nerves. Like the guy is is just stupid. He he does not he does not deserve anything. Channeling that aggression into words and talking about <laughs> on Radio Shack. Radio Shack. Uh, speaking of uh, controversy and sports, the Brazilian Grand Prix. Oh, insert uh, F one. Uh, insert F one. I'm gonna go to the toilet. <laughs> hey guys, can you skip to minute forty one. <laughs> Insert F F one SFX. Yeah. The Brazilian Grand Prix. To be honest, I didn't expect it to turn out this way. Honestly, hundred percent the best race of of the twenty nineteen season. Yeah. It's better than Germany. In Germany was no, more, no, Germany no no. no 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 Germany was more spaced out. You had crashes almost every five ten laps. Yes. Brazil was in a space of ten laps. That just gives you the excitement. <laughs> yeah, but like, how is that not better? Like Germany, it was just funny at that point. The, 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 the <laughs> ice rink. It was just funny. Don't forget, Brazil like didn't have those type of weather conditions. Like it was dry. Maybe, maybe I'm biased because Vettel went from P nineteen <laughs> to P two in in Germany. Yeah, and uh, and then uh, <laughs> yeah, I made a stupid mistake in, uh, in in Brazil. Let's start it off. What started everything? The Bottas engine failure. Oh, I guess that's just unfortunate. Failure. I think it just shows that Mercedes needs to work on their high altitude engine. He problems. was he was behind Leclerc for about four laps. Who? 
Bottas, he's just yeah. behind Leclerc for about four laps. And he was just running Overheat the engine, the engine. Const- constantly. Yeah, but like, um, couldn't get we it. saw it in Austria too. Like, their engines struggle with the high altitude uh, yeah. temperature. And know? I mean, and I mean, even Hamilton was complaining about about yeah. his battery. I mean, when does he not complain? <laughs> but sure. Lewis. <laughs> Lewis. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's just unfortunate, but it was kind of expected of Mercedes to maybe struggle a bit. Maybe maybe not to the extent of a retirement, but struggle in in uh, in the engine field. But whatever happened, it happened. But the only thing that really ticked me off is that the safety car came out for twelve laps. Oh yeah, twelve, 12 laps. laps. Yeah, the safety car after Bottas came out for twelve laps. He he came out with lap fifty. Yeah, sixty two. It started. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, yeah I know. Like it's just, it, it, and the thing is, I, I understand why the safety car came out because. Um, the the workers on the track on the the the, the track marshals were at danger because it, uh, because Bata stopped at a at an apex where a lot of uh, cars were making a high speed corner. Yeah, you don't want another Jules Bianchi. Yeah, you don't want that. You don't want that really. But like twelve laps is a bit overkill. Yeah, and I mean it's not like there was any debris on on the track Mm-mm. that that required. I mean even even the Ferrari crash. Um, didn't didn't last that long, Be- and, and there was, was debris on exactly, the track, yeah. which caused another driver to retire. Stroll. Yeah, Stroll, yeah. So, the Bottas, and then they had the swap with Verstappen with the opposite pits. With yeah, Verstappen Hamilton, Hamilton stayed on Verstappen pit, which I think was very essential for Verstappen to pit. It was a grim move. And um, the fact that they broke the the uh, pit stop record, it was one one point eight two seconds. That the Red Bull just beats their own record at this yeah. point. I just, yeah, I, I told Christian this, like, uh, right after, I think it might have been the week after the race, I told him that once Red Bull sort their engine and tire management out... They have amazing tire managers, it's just the engine that's the problem. Yeah, 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 but, like, everything, they just run it all off, and uh, they're going to be the best team in uh, in F1 right now, you know? Yeah. And uh, it's just uh, Mercedes has a bit of uh, hybrid dominance right now, Yeah. and well, you can't do really much about it. I think the one thing that let let Red Bull down, and it wasn't uh, their fault at all, um, was Albon crashing literally three corners before before the end. Before Albon, you had the rest uh, the restart. Mm. Ferraris, both Ferraris collide. Oh my! God. And then the second safety. Car. Okay, second guys, safety like we got we got to reach a verdict. Whose fault was it? I think uh, it both was... both of them are. I think both of them at fault are at fault, but what? I think Vettel, Vettel is more Vettel at fault. More at fault. I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say it was all Vettel's fault. I, I, I know I, I I have been saying that um, it has been uh, an equal blame, but not gonna lie, Vettel has done it. This is the second time he's done a, this sort of incident, and it's just not fair on Leclerc. Um, Leclerc did not have to give him space. He well, he was right to not give him space. He was right to hold his ground. Vettel shifted in, and and he had uh, space to spare. I understand that he had to turn left because there was a grass patch coming along, but uh, just bring your foot off the throttle. Yeah, and like you got you can't sure. you can't be racing while avoiding this, while avoiding an obstacle, while avoiding your teammates, and still manage to come out good. Like that's was, just not gonna happen. And it was a great move by Leclerc to overtake Vettel in the first place. Oh yeah, that was a beautiful overtake. Yeah, it was the first corner. Yeah, it was it was an amazing move from the outside. So then you had the uh, second safety car come out. Hamilton pits, <laughs> and then you had a one two three Honda. <laughs> yeah, oh, it was. It would have been amazing if Honda got one two three. P one Verstappen, P two Albon, P three Gasly. Yeah, Gasly. I was at this point. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> could this actually happen? Gasly and Albon first ever podiums, 
in this type of race. Uh, Hamilton pits comes P4, overtakes Gasly on the restart. That was expected, to be honest. Yeah. And then crashes into Albon. <laughs> I swear, when I, when, I, when I saw he crashed into Albon, I was just like, no. I mean, no, we immediately no, reacted. No. He ch- like, we immediately reacted, like, 10 second penalty. That I, I was like, no, come on, leave him, leave him. You, I know you won the championship. <laughs> You're trying to push for stuff, but just here's the thing. Calm I think down, man. He was he was focused on the race. He already, he already he's already won the championship. Yeah, yeah that's why he's taking these things. But I don't know. I feel like I I, I personally think Hamilton did not race uh, as hard as he should have. I feel like Albon left him a bit too much space. Yeah, yeah but yeah, then yeah. but even then, coming into the corner, he was still quite far behind. Uh, I don't know. Is that's that 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 collision is a tricky one because um. Once a driver sees space, obviously he's gonna go for it. But then, Albon did not deserve that crash. Yeah. So you can you can take it both ways. Uh, I just think it's good that uh, Hamilton got that penalty, you know, and uh, and he didn't contest it either. Yeah, and let's just talk. And yeah, he's a great sportsman, you know. He came out of the car and the first thing he did was apologize to Albon. Yeah. Let's talk about Carlos Sainz going to P three. Oh yes. You're forgetting the drag race. The drag race, the Honda and Mercedes drag race. Oh. At that point, I was like, no, 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 come on, come on, Gasly. Oh, come is this on, Gasly. Yeah. yeah, come on, Gasly. Yeah. Come on, yeah, Gasly. Come on, Gasly. The last race. <laughs> I was, I was, I was like, I was like, come on, come on, please, 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 yeah, please, please, yeah, please, yeah, please yeah. come P two. <laughs> I think, I think, um, I personally think at that point Hamilton could have taken the race, but he just didn't. He chose not to. I, I think he slowed down. Because there's no way on, on earth that uh, Toro Russell is going to be outpacing of, uh, And here's Mercedes. the thing, he overtook him on the restart and then didn't no, overtake okay, him. No, he had a broken wing. Hmm? Hamilton had a broken wing. Yeah, but still, like he, I think he, he on purpose did not open his DRS. He opened. The, the DRS wasn't uh, available. Cause it he was wasn't? Because it was three, three laps. After, so three laps until DRS opens after a safety car. And it was two laps. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well then, I don't know. I just think... Uh, Hamilton could have taken the, the, the could have taken P two, but who knows? Maybe, maybe not. Gasly P two. I'm happy Gasly got it. Carlos Sainz P three. It was a shame he didn't get yeah. on the podium. To be honest, I, I don't like Gasly because I just I just find him a bit. Yeah, I don't I don't like Gasly because um, he 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 got sent he got dropped into the deep end too soon. Did not really prevail. I mean, it's not and really then, his fault. Got, yeah, yeah, but like, but then got into into a complaining kind of mode where he was like. He 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 made snide comments and stuff like that, but I I'd say commendable effort in Brazil. You know, P two deserves it. Mm. There's nothing. I mean, he should be happy with himself. Um, I mean, he's he's reached Q three in the it, last was yeah. it four races? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that that if, in itself is. An if issue. anything, he's actually uh, on a on a redemption arc right now. You know, yeah. he's uh and um, Red Bull have a great set of drivers. I'm, I I can't even lie. It's just I mean I feel Kvyat has dropped since Germany. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, hundred percent. I mean, he collided with with Hulkenberg in uh, Mexico. Don't I forget. think after Kvyat got to found out that he's not going to be uh, be promoted to Red Bull uh, after the summer break, I think he stopped trying. He yeah. was like, "There's no point. He's going to retire in Toro Rosso. He's not going to move up to Red Bull." Mm. And yeah, it's not his aim to perform at his best right now. And I think obviously no disrespect to the guy, but I don't think he's at that level yet. Um. um not mentally and not driving wise either. He's I think he's too aggressive. Yeah, I think if anything, um, insert Russian uh, dance move. <laughs> I, if anything, um, what's his name? Uh, Kvyat is more deserving than Gasly, because 
Kivya Gasly, he's got, he's got, he's kind of a, a one-time wonder for the past three races. I know it's kind of a, a hypocritical of yeah, uh, saying P7 that. every single race. Yeah, but uh, Gasly has been consistent throughout the year. He has been. Whatever he does, it's been consistent. But it's not up to Red Bull level. I think Albon is, a, is the best choice they made. Uh, Albon and Verstappen is probably the best future they have uh, at Red Bull. Unless Vettel moves to Red Bull in 2021. <laughs> I don't think he's moving to Red Bull. I think they should. I, should. I don't think he's moving to Red Bull. I think it's either him retiring completely. Or, but, but I don't think he's going to stay at Ferrari. I, I don't find them surviving at Ferrari. Because Ferrari is a very, very high-pressure team. And uh, Vettel does not like that. Swap with Verstappen. You have Leclerc and Verstappen and Ferrari. Oh, that's going to be that's gonna be Prost and Senna right there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the problems that two first drivers mm. um, in one team create is just... I mean, yeah. you've, seen it, you've seen it with Vettel and, and Weber. Mm. Um, who else have you seen it with? Um, Leclerc and Vettel. <laughs> <laughs> Leclerc and Vettel. And then you've seen it with uh, Hamilton and Rosberg. Yes, of course. Yeah, it's always come to problems. Always come to crashes at that time. You've so. seen, you've seen it with Senna <coughs> and Prost. You've seen it with Hamilton, Rosberg, Vettel and uh, Vettel and Weber, Leclerc and Vettel. Who else? Um, I think that's it, really. You've seen it with the not gonna lie. You've seen it with the uh, Grosjean and the Magnussen. Nah, <laughs> Grosjean's always gonna be a second driver. He ain't that. I feel like I'll drive better than him. I mean, <laughs> okay, I, calm mean down, calm I, down. I mean, I mean, to be honest, it has to so bad you have second and third drivers. You don't have a first driver. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. Okay, that was the Brazilian Grand Prix. <laughs> what else were we talking about? All right. So next on the agenda is. Girl, what an amazing segue, boys. <laughs> <laughs> so individual versus group hobby. Hmm. Hi guys, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so hobbies, what do you guys like to do as hobbies? I mean, I like to play video games. I, I like mean, to I'm, listen to music. That's well, a dead hobby, to be honest. I'm a music listener. Proceeds <laughs> <laughs> to open Frank Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm on a, such a Frank Ocean grind right now. Jeez. Uh, I'm telling you, after, like, after, we've each had a traumatic experience this year so far. With the world. Like, C- CTMU. C- C- you've yeah. had CTMU, eh? I've, ha- I've had the, the, the semi-final loss. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what have you had? Oh, I'm, uh... I mean, he's sick right now. He's I'm probably sick. gonna... I'm I'm, I'm, I'm traumatized yeah, by this. traumatic as it goes. <laughs> yes, I'm sick. Oh, yeah. uh, I mean, hobbies... I don't know. Is one better than the other? doing a hobby by yourself depends how you make the use of it Mm. if you're not putting your effort in it's a a hobby like you don't have to put effort in it should be effortless but like if if you're not really into it then you're not going to make use of it here's the thing when a hobby becomes competitive then the effort um, you put in matters but but when a hobby becomes competitive it's it's not really a hobby hobby anymore that's the thing you don't do it out of just the love of it you know well you could actually why not you could no, because when I mean, it comes competitive, people, it's like no, just nah. I I personally like, like um, when people practice music and then go to competitions because they they love playing music. And but is it their hobby then though? It's more. That's their, just something they do. It's it's, 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 it's more of their job though. No no no, but no, that's no, just no, something no, they do. Job ex. That's something they 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 do. They perform. But uh, so what's what's it called that then? Does it stop being? If it stops being, I hobby? think I think once it becomes into competition and it just becomes something. Where you do it just more than purely out of the love of doing it, it, it just 
Uh, I don't think it it's, remains as a hobby anymore. Like uh, video games, I, w- I love playing video games, but I never play it on a competitive level. Yeah, so that's a hobby. Maybe because you're not too good at it. No, <laughs> no. If I actually focus and train, oh, I'll, I'll, yeah. so what? Find. So what happens when it stops being that hobby? What what do you call it at that point? I don't know. <laughs> I still think it's sh- it could be called a hobby, but like hobby. there's 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 a there's different levels of being enthusiastic to your own hobby. A hobby is uh, defined by Google as an activity done regularly in one's leisure time yeah. for pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you could like f- for example, I could still um play football for the school team. Um, but are you doing it just for pleasure, though? Yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying it, and I mean, I'm good at it, and I'm, and I'm doing it because, team. oh, Mr. Whoever told me, so I have to. No, play. no, no, but are you doing it just out of pleasure, and there's no competitive spirit in it? No, of course there's going to be competitive spirit in it, um, and I think that that makes it more enjoyable, if yeah. anything. I think, uh, I personally would like to define a hobby where the, you don't see, like, an end goal out of it. Okay, yeah. Uh, you just, you just, you're just doing it. You, you're like... Um, yeah, it's like I come home, I pick up the violin, the, the violin, even though I don't. It's like that's I'm just giving a, an example. It's like uh, come home, pick up the violin, learn learn a bit, and there is not really an end goal. It's just uh, it's just using my time where I'm making, honing my skill or just you know passing time. I think that's I, I, that's what I would like to define a, a hobby as. I think it's also like a good way to make yourself make small goals to yeah. whatever point you want to get to. Yeah, yeah and, there's n- and I don't think you have to set a, a particular deadline. Just, yeah. like, it, it, and again, enjoy yourself through the process of, of, of getting to that goal. Yeah. yeah, it could be used to make, be to make yourself better in any way you want to. Like, personally, I would say my hobby is reading of some sort. Like, non, I, I, I hate fiction. I don't like reading fiction... Uh, so I just read non-fiction like articles or journals, magazines uh, based on my field, maths or computer science or something like that. I feel one of my other hobbies is I like really, really like watching history documentaries. Oh, I love watching. Oh, history I love watching history documentaries. It's just it's nice to see what could have happened, and then you think, okay, what if that didn't happen? What if something else happened? It's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very good thing to think about. So brain, ex- brain. Uh, I'm telling you, this is, this is this is in- this is intellectual curiosity right there. Yeah, yeah, I actually, nice. I actually love watching history documentaries. Like, I, I'll, I literally look for history documentaries on Netflix. The new World War Two. Oh, I watched it. Uh, yeah, I finished. That it. was really nice because I didn't expect it to be that way. Yeah, I expected it to be more based on the war, and yeah. then move to different things, which was really interesting. Mm. And yeah, it's, it's, it's a, I just really like watching history documentaries. I personally just love watching documentaries in general. Like, I'm currently watching a, doc- a documentary on graphic design. Mm. it's uh it's where people have different visions and uh, it's about how they realize that vision and uh, the process they go through with it and different people have different processes and and, and i think it's quite interesting to find out about their process you know yeah being an aviation enthusiast um i like to watch air crash investigation um what whenever (laughs) whenever i have the chance (laughs) no it's it's just come on you just literally said you'd like to watch a documentary about war Bit, yeah, but that means like, airplane crashes, though. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a bit. Um, both, uh, both have. I mean, one's about society and wars and the economy or whatever, and then one's yeah. about uh, technical. Yeah, but yeah because here's the thing: airplanes are such are such comp- complex machine nowadays. Machines yeah. nowadays that anything could go wrong, as well as the human. Aeronautical engineering. <laughs> <laughs> I love watching um, uh, court hearings. Not gonna lie. 
Yeah. I just, just love, love watching court airplane crashes. Yeah. Like, I, lo- I like I like <laughs> listening to court hearings. Court hearings. Yeah, like um, any cases that are any cases like trivial cases. For example, I listened to the whole of the state the Senate versus uh, Mark Zuckerberg Facebook uh, hearing. Yeah. Then uh, the Senate versus Brett Kavanaugh hearing, where uh, he was accused of uh, allegedly raping a woman in his college years at and Yale. And now, obviously, you've got the impeachment. And the impeachment, yeah, the impeachment. which I am planning to listen Donald to. Donald Trump is just going to be more hilarious than... Yeah, yeah it was. I just... <laughs> I don't know. I have, I have views. Donald Trump is something else. He's a good businessman, but I think he's a good president. I have views on this topic, but uh, I'd rather keep those views uh, offline (laughs) and would not like to publish them online. That's all I'm going to say. He's a good businessman, but he's not a good president. I have a question for you. Um, What do you think are the benefits of group hobbies um, compared to individual? Yeah, I was about, I was, I was going to ask like, um, should one, should the person experience both? Group and yes. yes. Oh, hundred percent. I think yes. I mean, both have their benefits. But like, what what, what kind group, of example would you give for group, group hobbies? Hobby? Group hobbies can really help your communication skills. Maybe like artistic projects, yeah, or projects, technological teams. projects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enrichment yeah. day, everyone. Enrichment day. Cup stacking. That's individual, isn't it? That was that was yeah. amazing though. That that was a nice one. Yeah, that was all right for some reason. Yeah, I actually had fun with that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, Damien. Shout out, Damien. Shout out, Damien. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he whooped him. <laughs> you got to bleep that right now. <laughs> yeah, I, it's just, I've, I've become desensitized to it. I just like, I just know how I should. Oh, sh- I think I think while you were in the bathroom, I might have said a bad word. <laughs> Profanity. <laughs> Yeah. I, I, I feel sorry for him. It's just, it's just Christian now. It's, it's just Christian. Yeah, it's just Chris that's for it. You know, we all have a pure tongue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you definitely don't have a pure tongue. You're only about videos right now. Right? Well, that's not. <laughs> um, yeah, so group. I think, yeah, there are different benefits to, to each. You should be experiencing both. You know, there's no reason you shouldn't be. So just go ahead, just, you know, I, I just like to roll with life, plan it, plan it to the best you can and just, and just execute it, you know? No, I'm more, I'm more of a do what, do what the circumstances know, like what comes in front of me, I do that. I don't plan stuff out. Okay. Uh, no, I can't work like that. I just, no, no, <laughs> no. For, for me, I get anxious. Really for quick. me, to be honest, whenever I do find something new, I just go straight into in depth mm. about the field yeah, I've noticed and that. finding every single thing about it like I'd, I'd open five wikipedia pages in one hour uh looking through whatever article and uh, trying to find out as much as i can yeah. like, when, when, whenever whenever i'm searching for something i don't know i just look at the first thing that pops out hmm. and yeah okay that's and then just you go from there the thing is i, I liked planning um because um if something just randomly pops up in front of me, I, I don't know, I have a, I have a, uh, it's, it's kind of a bad trait, which I have. I just get anxious real quick. It's, uh, it, ca- it, it catches me off guard and I'm not, I'm not ready for it. So, um, I wouldn't be able to execute it at the best of my potential. That's how, I would, uh, that's how I would like to put it. I'll just do it, but I just think I would, I would do it better if I had planned for it. 
Yeah. And um, yeah, so that's why I, I'm like always planning for everything. Uh, like anything which I do, I, I'm always planning for it. I think, to be honest, the difference I find between group hobbies and individual hobbies, individual hobbies you have to sustain by yourself. Yeah. It's like when I, whenever I look up something, I find myself having a, an Amazon wish list of like a uh, hundred plus dollars yeah. by, <laughs> at the end of the day. But for, for group things, um, everything's there. Yeah, and and, and the workload is shared between you as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, and and it's uh, it's about but, motivation. But, too. but but if you're annoyed by the workload of your hobby, then it's not a hobby anymore. Yeah, because you're not enjoying it. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah. But 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 sometimes people do have expensive hobbies. It's like if I if I wanted to go into golf, yeah. <laughs> it's like um, I like it's not watching golf. Sustainable at all. Right? Yeah, yeah, I like watching golf, but. Playing it, I'll have to buy some expensive. Like all these go- golf clubs are country, expensive. Country club. A country as well. go- a country club membership is expensive. <laughs> yeah. Shout, so out, shout is... out Gareth Bale, Bra- Wales Golf Bird, Madrid, in that order. What do you mean, Tiger Woods? <laughs> shout uh, out Gareth Bale. <laughs> shout out Tiger Woods. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's about motivation. It's uh, you don't have to be fully invested, like financially invested in it. Mm-hmm. You could you could just research a lot about it. Like um, there may be I don't know uh, there may be uh, some golf enthusiasts who have never played a spot of golf ever in their life, you know, mm. and that does not that I mean that does kind of make them a bit less qualified to to discuss golf, but maybe uh, they have enough knowledge on the study of golf on the on the stats and everything. It's like that they may the, they may be able it's, to. It's like saying F one enthusiast. You've never driven an F one car. You don't know what you're talking about. I was just about, about to I say. Mean, <laughs> we have driven a we have. Regularly driven uh, go karts, go karts, but but they, but and, and we know the feel of racing. We we watch it regularly. We we read yeah. about it. Yeah, I mean, you don't you not you don't necessarily have to practice mm. um, in order to gain gain knowledge about a certain field. Yeah, yeah. No, but 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 I'd, be, but I'd beat anyone in karting to be honest. <laughs> okay, okay, Chris. What's, Firstly, what's... you're like seventy kg. That's why. <laughs> 69.2 oh my God. <laughs> whatever and secondly it's just and if I was your weight we would be pretty equal fine 1v1 uh, let's, let's let, you know what yeah let's just let's go go-karting I'll bring some dumbbells I'll make you equal to my weight and then we can see who's the better driver you see that's the thing about hobbies um, everybody has their own take about it yeah, yeah. Like, but like go-karting is not my hobby I like watching F1 but it's not my hobby because I don't practice it regularly you know, I don't practice it because it's expensive, <laughs> and uh, but when I do, uh, there is always a competitive spirit in mo- in motorsports. Like yeah. if you don't have a competitive spirit, like what I even do? Again, in I can walk around the track. <laughs> <laughs> that's the same for that's the same for any sport. Yeah, like the the point of racing is you're racing with someone else. You know, you don't race with yourself. You know, unless you're qualifying. Aha. Yeah, <laughs> but that, even then, you're racing against time. Yeah. So yeah, it's just uh, different hobbies have different takes. Yeah. appreciate that move on do I th- it I find it nice that in this modern age that you can have a lot of people have the same interests and yeah yeah. Like you can talk about different and, things and again the, the it's birth hard of, yeah. when there are 7.7 billion people and you don't have a single person to share a ho- hobby with yeah. like that's yeah. a hard hobby to find yeah, yeah. and I mean yeah. the, again the birth of social media just yeah, yeah. explodes just makes everything, every, everything in the like a click yeah. away uh, you can talk to anybody about anything, and any beginner that wants to get into anything. Shout, like, shout out Reddit. Reddit, oh yeah. <laughs> R slash like any, any niche. There's you, you, any, anything. Literally, anything. Yeah. It's brilliant. Um, yeah. 
Should uh-huh. we wrap it there? I, I guess, think yeah. I guess that's it, guys. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's a sick. Uh, that's a sick. Coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot for listening, and I, I will see you Just next time. Just have puberty on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Go follow us on social media: social Twitter, media. Instagram, Radio Underscore Shack. Radio yeah. Underscore Shack. Uh, and, uh, if you want, you can hit us up on uh, Instagram DMs. Hit us up with any questions you would like us to discuss. Yep, so. and our personal, um, our personal social medias will be in the description in the, in the somewhere. Descriptions yeah. As well. yeah. 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 And you find timestamps for people who like Formula One too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. See you, boys. Thanks for listening, everyone. Ta-ta. Ta-ta.